Praise God. So, Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for your presence and just wonderful, wonderful moving of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And, Lord, as we approach your word, we approach it reverently and humbly. We approach it with a sense of awe. And we thank you, Father, for the privilege to open the word of God and to receive from you. And so, Father, I pray that our hearts would be enlightened, that our spirits would be strengthened, that you would use me for your glory in the name of Jesus and everyone said amen. amen. Okay, so let's look over at 1 Thessalonians and let's look at chapter 1. 1 Thessalonians, the first chapter. And notice with me a, a verse in verse 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and in verse 5. Of course, you know the Apostle Paul is the author by the Holy Spirit, of course, uh, these letters to the church of Thessalonians uh, came from Paul's pen. And, of course, uh, we've been in a study on the book of Ephesians, and we'll take a little small digression tonight. But in verse 5, he says, For our gospel came not unto you in word only. The gospel is the good news. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. But he says, this gospel didn't come to you just in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance, as you know what manner of men we were among you for your sakes. And so... He's saying that the power of God and the power of the Holy Ghost is a necessity for that which has come forth in the Word for the confirmation of that which is being taught or preached. How many of you know we must have the Holy Ghost power in manifestation in our individual lives, but also in our church? Now, let's look at something else he said. Look at 1 uh, Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. Thank God we're not a powerless church. We're, we belong to the powerful church. Amen. 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2. And notice a couple of scriptures here. He said, And I, brethren, when I came to you, he said, I came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom. Paul was an educated man. He could have come that way, but he didn't come that way. He chose not to come that way. He said, I didn't come that way, declaring unto you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. You can't go wrong there, can you? And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. Verse 4. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. Someone said years ago that... 
people will be deceived in the last days because they have itching ears. And itching ears simply means, you know, teacher, teacher, uh, teach me what I want to hear, you know. And so Paul is saying, I didn't come that way. I came in the power of the Holy Spirit. It was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and power. Now I want you to notice verse 5. Let's read it together. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. Our faith should not stand in the wisdom of men or the words that men bring that entice our ears and bring some new doctrine. But he said, our faith should be in the power of God. And that's what I want to talk to you for just a while on tonight is have faith in the power of God. Faith in the power of God. In other words, believe in His power and then receive His power that He has made so readily available to each and every one of us. Say it with me. Faith in my God and faith in the power of my God. Hallelujah. Ooh, glory. I'm telling you, there's keeping power in God. There's sustaining power in God. There is ability to keep you from failure. And there is the ability and the power to keep you from falling. Now unto Him that is able... To keep you from falling. Hey, he's upholding all things by the glorious word of his power. And since he is, he can uphold me. He's done it. And he's doing it. And he's done it for you. And he's doing it for you. And he will continuously do it if you will constantly exercise your faith in his power. Well, Pastor Mark, I don't know whether I can make it or not. We need to get that kind of talk out of our mouth, out of our vocabulary, and say, I'm going to make it by the power of God. He's upholding this whole universe by the word of his power. Let's look at that. Look at Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. Hebrews, the first chapter and the third verse. First of all, we're going to look at it uh, from the King James Version. Then we're going to look at it from the Amplified Version. You're not opposed to that, are you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding Mark Thomas. Upholding Pastor Tom Hernandez. Upholding Tony Herrera. Upholding Rose Marquez. He's upholding all of us. Plus he's upholding all things. That's why I'm not too worried about the end times. I'm not too worried about what the Palestinians are going to do. I'm not worried about what the Syrians are going to do. 
I just know God's got it under control. And everything's going to be all right. He's upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins, sat down right hand of majesty on high. Now let's look at it from the amplified version. He's the sole expression of the glory of God. The light being. He is the outrain or radiance of the divine. Man, that's good. And he is the perfect imprint of the very image of God's nature. Upholding and maintaining and guiding and propelling the universe by his mighty word of power. Whoo, glory to God. So since he is doing that, he's able to keep you. He's able to keep you from failure. He's able to keep you from falling. He is able and willing to sustain you and every part of your physical body he will uphold. Amen. If you will exercise faith in his power. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now let's look over at uh, Psalms 55. Let's look at this scripture. Psalms 55. Let's notice this. Oh, he's sustaining me. He set me free. He's keeping me free. He's sustaining me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's a song, you know, right there. He's sustaining me. That's a good shower song. Amen. That's a good song on the way to work song, right? He's sustaining me. He's keeping me. He's continuously delivering me and setting me completely free. See, he has delivered us. He is delivering us. And yet he will still deliver us. Psalms 55. Faith in his keeping power. We should not be talking about being forgetful people. We should not be discussing how easily we forget names. We should not give place to memory lacks talk. But rather we should give place to my memory is blessed of the Lord. I can't find the scripture right away. You probably know what it is. But it says the memory of the just is blessed. Amen? Is he able to keep us sharp? Is he able to keep Pastor Mark at 65 years old sharp? Well, if he did it for Brother George, he'll do it for Pastor Mark. Why? Because he's no respecter of persons. We sat under Dad Hagen's ministry for I don't know how many years. Proverbs 10, 7. What does it say? The memory of the just is blessed. The memory of the just is blessed. Amen? Amen. So cumulatively, how many of you ever sat under Brother Hagin's ministry? I mean, it's probably a thousand years or so if you put us all together. (laughs) But I'm telling you, his life was sustained. His memory was blessed. 
Because he didn't rely on his brain, he relied on his spirit to bring those things up to his soul working through his brain. But you could be sitting there in a service and he would say, well, I remember back in 1954 and it was August 1st at, on a Thursday at 10.30 in the morning on such and such a street in such and such a place. Who can remember stuff like that? I'll tell you who can, the blessed. Amen. Amen. So I don't want to get legalistic with you tonight, but I just want to encourage you to have faith in his keeping power. He is nowhere near finished with you yet. You're on assignment. The great planner has planted his plan on the inside of you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Psalms 55. And... Uh, That verse says, cast your burden on the Lord. Verse 22. There it is. Psalms 55, verse 22. Cast thy burden upon the Lord. So burdens and cares and anxieties will hinder the power of God from sustaining you and from keeping you. So you want to make sure that you keep them over in his hands, right? Cast your burden upon the Lord. And he will sustain you. He shall not suffer the righteous to be moved. I guess another word for sustain is this. He'll keep you. He'll keep you. He'll keep you. Thank you, Lord. Listen, he will keep you sharp. He will keep you quick. You can be of a quick understanding Amen. to where the wisdom of God is just flowing Thank you, Lord. into your spirit and then drawn up into your soul. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. This is one of the greatest benefits of having the Zoe kind of life on the inside of us. He makes us quick. He makes us bright. Amen. Quick and bright. Bright and quick. Hallelujah. Say it with me. I'm quick. I'm bright. I'm sharp. Hallelujah. I'm sharp. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm sharp. I'm quick. I'm bright, man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
We're not asleep. We're not dead spiritually. And we're not asleep at the wheel now that we're children of God. We're alive. God lit us up with His power and with His grace. Amen. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. And I want to look at it first in the King James, secondly in the Amplified Version. I don't know why I'm getting on this tonight, but I believe we're just being led by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, somebody says, this doesn't apply to me. Yes, it does. It applies to all of us. Amen. Amen. 2 Timothy 1, 7 says, For God didn't give us the spirit of fear. When you're fearless, you don't have the burdens. God's got them. But a power and of love and what? A sound mind. Now look at the Amplified Version. Thank you, Lord. He's keeping me. I keep getting that in my spirit. He's sustaining you. He's sustaining me. You and I are kept. We're kept. He kept us. For the last of the last days, we've been kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation. Somebody find that scripture. It's in Peter. 1 Peter 1, 5, I think. Let's read this together. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craven and cringing and fawning fear, but he's given us a spirit of power and a love and a calm and well-balanced and disciplined and self-control. What kind of mind you got? I got a well-balanced mind. I got a quick mind. I got a bright mind. I have, you have, the mind of Christ. And faith in the power of God will keep you and sustain you. Is it 1 Peter 1, 5? All right. Let's look at it from the King James Version. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at this. Who are kept? Who are the ones that will be kept? Those that have faith in the power of God. Hallelujah. Isn't that right, Blanche? You got faith in the power of God. That's why he's kept you all these years. And he ain't done with you yet. Hallelujah. Or you. Or you. Or me. Hallelujah. He that begun a good work in us. I said he that begun a good work in us. He's going to complete it. He's going to fulfill it. Until he returns. Amen. But now notice this. These are scriptures that you ought to have in your heart. These are scriptures you ought to write down and confess these, believe these, have faith in these. It says that we are kept by the power of God. Now notice with me, through what? Well, you just never know. No, you do know because you know how it happens. It's through faith. So we're kept by the power of God through faith 
unto, this brings salvation, deliverance, preservation, wholeness, prosperity, peace, unto deliverance, ready to be revealed in the last time. You know what, Raul? We're going to go all the way to the finish line. How about you, Jim? Are you coming? You going to run? How many will run with me? How, how many runners we got in the house? Glory to God. Whoo, glory to God. We may not be a seeker-sensitive church, but we sure enough are a sneaker-sensitive church. <laughs> Amen. We're running. We're running. We're running. We're running all the way. All the way. We're not going to go halfway. We're not going to go third, three quarters away. We're going all the way to the finish line. And to go all the way to the finish line and to fulfill everything that God has deposited on the inside of you and me is going to take the power of God and our faith in it. Thank you, Lord. Now, let's look over at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Let's look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. There's just something about sustaining power here tonight. Keeping power. To keep you strong physically, but also strong mentally. Amen? The older you and I get, the wiser we should be getting. See, the devil's will has always been to dumb us down. But you and I are not dumb and dumber. No, we're not. We're quick and brighter. Hollywood will never make a movie out of that. Amen? First Thessalonians 5.23, read it with me. And the very God of peace, peace, sanctify you wholly. That means separate you. Amen. Separate you. Separate you from falling. Separate you from failing. Separate you from losing your mind. Amen. Separate you from going to an early grave. Separate you from yielding to sin. The very God of shalom will sanctify you wholly. And this is our prayer. Pray this with me. God, I pray that my whole spirit, my soul, and my body will be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So see that word preserved there? That word preserved, you could just as soon say, as easily say, sustained or kept. Now let's look at it, the Amplified Version. Thank you, Lord. Faith's rising up in this place tonight. Hallelujah. Your life is not going to fall apart like a house of cards. You're not going to collapse under the weight of this world. Because the eternal weight of glory doth rest upon those that have faith in the power of God. Hallelujah. 
Another way to say that is we're not going under, praise God. We're not looking for the undertaker. We're looking for the upper taker. Amen. Now here's this verse. Very God of peace himself sanctify you through and through. That's complete. Separate you from profane things. Make you pure and holy and consecrated to God. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved sound and complete. Kept intact. And found blameless when Jesus the Messiah returns. Thank you, Lord. Amen? Kept, sustained, quick, bright. And then look at verse 24 of this same chapter. Faithful is he who's called you. And he will also do it and fulfill his call by hallowing you and keeping you. Hallelujah. Amen. So every day then, we ought to make sure that we give God something to keep. Lord, I lift my day up to you. My times are not in my own hand, but my times are in your hands. I place my time, my affections, my life into your hands. And I trust you to keep me to maintain me, to provide for me, to enable me Mm -hmm. to face every test with full confidence that you have got your hand upon me. And you're keeping me And you're sustaining me. And you're surrounding my life with songs of deliverance. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's lift up our hands. Come on, pray. Thank Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And so give him your life. And he will keep your life. And he will sustain your life. And the author of death will have no access or entrance into your life. For your life is in the hands of the master and the wicked one toucheth you not hallelujah (laughs) say it with me the wicked one does not touch me because my life 
is in his hands. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the blessing upon this man and his wife, Lord. They've placed their all into your hands. And so there shall become a, there'll come a multiplication then of, of your time, of your energy, of your strength. And there will be great days of heaven upon the earth for all of you that have put your all into my kingdom. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now go over to 1 John chapter 5. And let's look at that 18th verse. 1 John chapter 5, verse 18. Give him something to keep. Give him something to keep don't hold back from him what rightfully belongs to him well it's my life no you're wrong you are the temple of God and you have been bought with a price and you are not your own therefore glorify God in your spirit and in your body which are his amen give it to him oh man he'll keep it not only shall he keep it, but he'll transform it. He'll change it. I'm telling you, he'll turn you into another man. Hallelujah. Now look at this. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 18, I love this verse. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. In other words, this man that is born of God doesn't go out sinning to see how far that they can push the envelope. In other words, they don't practice sin as a way of life. I can't stand up before you tonight and tell you I've never sinned since I've been a Christian, but I can stand up here for you and tell you that the righteousness of God, the blood of Jesus, has cleansed me. And you too. But he that is begotten of God... Now, notice this is interesting. He keeps himself. Somebody said, well, now, Pastor, I thought you said God's going to keep me. Yeah, but there is God's part and there is man's part. It's my responsibility to present my body to God as a living sacrifice to Him. Amen? It's my responsibility to renew my mind. It's my responsibility, your responsibility, to don't give the enemy place, right? It's our responsibility to stay pure and to stay holy by the grace of God, right? In other words, that's just another way of saying you've put it all and given it all to him. Amen? Amen. He that is begotten of God keepeth himself. Now notice this. <laughs> and the wicked one does not what? The wicked one what? The wicked one touches him not. 
And so then for the wicked one to touch us not, we must keep ourselves and not give the enemy any place. I want to suggest to you all week long, George Pearson and Gloria Copeland are doing a series called The Untouchables. It's good, too. It's the Believer's Voice of Victory, Monday through Friday. You can go on their website. You can see it. Really, really good stuff. The Untouchables. Amen. Not Elliot Ness. You're dated. You're laughing at that. You say that to 20-year-olds. Elliot who? <laughs> Hallelujah. Say with me, I'm born of God. And I keep myself by having faith in the power of God. He's able to do it. He's able to keep us. He's able to keep this. He's able to keep the body. And the wicked one toucheth him not. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now, um, this also will have an impact on your children. And this also will have an impact on your grandchildren. Hallelujah. Let's look at Deuteronomy 30. Look at verse 19. Oh, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19 and 20. The Lord's keeping me. The Lord's keeping me. The Lord's sustaining me. That's what your confession should be. I'm kept by the power of God and the salvation. Hallelujah. Well, now, Pastor, I'd just soon go on to be with the Lord. Well, you know, you can do that. But don't do that until you're done. Right? Hey, nothing wrong with wanting to go on to be with the Lord. And going to be with the Lord. But just make sure that you're finished. Right? And if you're not finished, don't go. Stay here. Because me and Steve don't want to go to heaven at a later time and come up to your mansion and say, Hey, what do you mean to leave us all your work? <laughs> All right. There's work to be done. There's harvest to reap. Deuteronomy chapter 30. Okay, let's look at this. Verse 19, verse 20. He says, Now I call, to, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. I've set before you The ability to be kept, the ability to have faith in the power of God, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. Choose life. Choose life. Choose Choose to have faith every day. 
Don't wait for somebody to come along and pump you up in faith. Pump yourself up. Don't wait for someone to come along and encourage you. And we all need encouragement. Don't get me wrong. I've been there. I've done that. I got the t-shirt. That said, encourage me, please. And that might be okay for a temporary fix. But ultimately, we must learn to encourage ourselves in the Lord every day. Every day. So... These things that I've talked to you about tonight, we're going to close here in a moment. These things that we have said tonight come by making the right choice. Choose to have faith in the power of God. Choose to have faith in His sustaining power. Choose to have faith that once you've given what belongs to Him, your spirit, your soul, your body, and your finances... I've heard in the word that the tenth belongs to the Lord, right? Choose to believe once that has been acted upon that faith in the power of God will sustain you and keep you. The devourer will will be rebuked. The windows of heaven will be open. The blessings will flow and they will overtake you. Especially when it doesn't look as if harvest is ever coming. Choose to believe. The power of God's working in my finances. Say with me, I got faith in the power of God and in the Word of God. And it's keeping me financially. Okay. Therefore, make these choices that both thou and thy seed may live. So what I'm saying to you here in closing is this, is that if you make the right choices, give your all to him, it's going to have a trickle-down effect on those that are around you. It's going to have an impact on your loved ones. It may not look as if it's having an impact on them right now, but I tell you by the word of the Lord that it is having an impact on them and harvest time is on its way. I said harvest time is on its way. Stand up, everybody. Amen.